Front Face Lock Podcast is brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. Quality products at affordable prices. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO and at Lucky13BeardCompany.com. That's Lucky13BeardCO.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. That's not just the coolest. Go suck your own dick or something. That's not just the best. Don't fucking question me. Front Face Lock Podcast. First of all, shut the fuck up. Now that, my friend, is just incredible. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, old shitty eyes, Vinny. That's right. I got my front face lock goggles on right now because I got me some eye surgery today. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company, and you can find us not exclusively, but especially on TheWrestlingIndex.com. Yeah. Today, we are going to be doing what we should have been doing last week, but we were rudely interrupted by that wonderful man, Brian Clark. A skinny legged motherfucker just jumped on in, barely, into our chest. Okay, so anybody who listened to that, and I got some good feedback about the interview because I actually enjoyed it. It was probably one of my favorite interviews as well. Yeah, it was great. The timing of that, it's not edited, it's nope. not planned. We nope. were literally shit talking him. And it, like two seconds before he came in, I go, Well, he's not here, so fuck him. And like a second later, he fucking came in. And for some reason, I thought we were live, which we weren't. So that's where I'm like, oh, you know, he was probably watching us. No, we weren't live. It yeah, was just it like was just, we, recording. Like I said, it was like the Beetlejuice moment. You mentioned his name three times. His fucking skinny ass like self popped in. He's not popping in today because I did not send him the link. Cause we're, you know, we had our moment with him. He was fantastic. Oh, he was he's great. Skinny, he's still skinny legged and we're still going to make fun of his legs, but he was actually an awesome dude. It was a yeah. great interview. We had a great time with him. But he fucked up our episode last week. <laughs> Buy his stuff. Yeah, buy his stuff. Uh, Vinny bought one of the Adam Bomb shirts. Bash of the Beach 98 is what we're doing today. Bash of the Beach 98. Uh, there's a wonderful tagline that I wanted to get to last week, but I know how much you love taglines. Hey, wait, wait, wait. This is our penultimate episode. Well, this is 51. Yeah, penultimate. That, that's penultimate? Before. Yeah. It's the one oh. before the, the last one for the year. I mean, well, technically, we are still recording this in the week that we th think we were going to record it. But we'll technically, this is season two now. We're in season two. We're, we're, season we're one. one this is still season one? Yeah. 52 is a year. I don't get the whole podcast season thing. The I don't know why you have Penultimate. No, I'm just saying, like, every time I post the episode, it says, what season are you in? Why do you do, like, I get if you take, like, a six-month break and you come back. But why am I, I'm, why do people go, first episode of season two? Well, you just did an episode last week. Why, why did you I, think we be, I think we should do, like, it was a whole year, 52 seasons. Even though we're, we're ahead of schedule for the year, but we should do 52, as if it was a year. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, so we got this episode and one more for season one. Yeah, so it's a what? Penult penultimate. So we need you guys to help us out with our season finale next week. Ooh, we should have a cliffhanger. We should. Are you going to reveal that you're gay? Are you going to go to the bathroom... Before we finish recording or after? Am I going to shit in my cat's litter box? That should be the cliffhanger. You about to shit in the litter box and the camera feed goes out. Are we going to find out that your real name is Ryan Michinoku? Are we going to get Buff Bagwell 
to come on this show because he's our next target. That's it. He's the mark. Season one was all about Jim Powers and Brian Clark. Season yep. two is going to be Buff Bagwell and Bill DeMott. We got Jim Powers for season finale, but... It would be great if we got Jim Powers and we just cut the feet off as soon as he came on. <laughs> I would I would die laughing. Like, oh, Jim Powers is here and just fucking end the episode. Uh, Jim, so tell us a little bit about your career. Cut it off and be like, well, that's pretty much sums it all up. Nothing. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. That's funny. I don't remember where we were last week. I, mean, I You know, right before Mr. Clark appeared like Beetlejuice in our stream last week or our, our recording last week, I was doing the capacity for the arena of WCW. Yeah, because we didn't even get to our card. We didn't even get to the comparison. So since we went over all that stuff last week, you know, it, it's Badger Beach. It's July 12, 1998, San Diego, the Cox Arena. That's what started the conversation, the Cox yeah. Arena. Yes, it is. And then it turned into Brian Clark Cox, and then all of a sudden, like, fucking Beetlejuice, he popped in. Perfect timing. It's true. But pay-per-view that was going on at the same time because I want to get to the tagline of the Bash of the Beach, but it's something we need to let you stew on for a minute. Me? Yes. Okay. I, I don't I don't know if you've ever listened to this show, Vinny. I mean, you're you know other host. You don't exactly react well to taglines sometimes. I love taglines. Liar! I'm a new man. I got new eyes. I have laser eyes now. I got magic eyes like Lieutenant Dan had magic legs. You have metal eyes? I've metalized. Are you a robot? Are you like RoboCop now? I'm going to be protecting Sting. And if no anyone knows, Sting should be our guest because we kind of talked a little shit about him yesterday. A little bit. I mean, Not only cool. like 50 tweets back and forth with Bishop <laughs> from Terrible Wrestling Takes joining in. And it was all towards uh, Renee Pequette, Pequette, Pequette from uh, Dean Ambrose's uh, wife. Saying, Sting, he rules. And when you were like, if he rules, you mean sucks the... Unoriginal gimmick dick. <laughs> then yes, he rules. We could go on and on and on. There was too many to remember. And it but check us, it out. Check out our Twitter. You can see us shit talking. Renee Pekukukukwak. Pekukukwak. Pekukukwak. And her sting rules comment. Going on at the same time, Mister 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 Shitty Eyes is yeah. WWE in your house fully loaded. Okay. July 26, 1998, at, in Fresno, California, at the Salad Arena. Mm. The I love the Salad Arena. Sell and. Sal and Salad. What? Caesar? Salad? Sell. S E L L. Sell and. That's what I said. The capacity or the like attendance. Sell a lot better. But... Oh, continue. I'm sorry. The attendance is actually lower than Bash at the Beach. No, it's not. It is. The attendance for Bash at the Beach was 10,095. The attendance for Fully Loaded is 9,855, and their capacity is 11,300. Wow, so they're losing. They're losing this war, but this is 98. This is when they start to win back. Oh, and they start, start to their little revival. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't have gotten a, uh, a bigger attendance with this wonderful card here, which actually isn't the worst, but... Val Venus versus Jeff Jarrett, who was Mitch, with Tennessee oh, Lee. Me chappy chappy your P P J E double F J A double R E double T. Ha ha. And Tennessee Lee. They got D'Lo Brown versus X Pac. Better recognize. Farouk and Scorpio, which was, I believe, too cold Scorpio, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. 
Yes, the biggest liar in Dark Side of the Ring history. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I finally I did watch the uh, Collision in Korea one. I don't want to go off on a rant about that because there's so many other shows doing it. But the yeah, he's full of shit. He was he beat up Hawk. Oh, one punch. One punch. Yeah, knocked him out. Two cold Scorpio. Yeah, this, James Hawk. That guy. If no one knows what I'm doing, I'm doing that. The the thing the hand thing he did when he did the fro the frog splash. Yeah, like when you're going. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. What? <laughs> Never mind. No. Shake right out of roll. What are you looking at? There's a fly like up there or something? No, I'm, I'm just checking to see if I've entered hell and you're my host. It's like kind of like if you're drum rolling, but like rolling your arms together. I was going to say like the arm thing that Dusty Rhodes used to do before he did the bionic elbow. That too. I mean, if you want to be obscure. Yeah, because this little light of mine, uh, automatically my brain went right to the, the hand thing. That was wrong because you go, let it shine. You do a choppy choppy, you'll pee pee. Okay, so anyway, Two Cold Scorpio versus Farouk. No, Two Cold Scorpio and Farouk versus Justin Bradshaw and Terry Funk. Justin Bradshaw? Yes. JBL? JBL, but it says Justin Bradshaw. He was John Bradshaw Layfield. Him and Terry Funk. It's right before Acolyte, I believe. No. Okay. Because it's Farouk's on the other team. Maybe this is the match where they become friends. It could be, because this is still Nation of Domination, Farouk. Okay. Then you have Mark Henry, world's strongest man, big guy. If you could have a white equivalent of Mark Henry, who would he be? Um, a white equivalent of Mark Henry at the time. Hmm. Vader, time. It's time. It's time. Mark Henry, it's time. it's time. Mark Henry, it's time. I'm the white world's strongest man. I'm the white Mark Henry Tom. Tom. I'm white Tom Henry Mark Vader. <laughs> white Time Henry. That should have been his gimmick. White Time Henry. White Time Henry. Vader. Like a, it sounds like a storybook. Now we're going to read you White Time Henry. By Leon White, a.k.a. Big Van Vader. <laughs> what? Did Mark Henry ever say anything? Yeah, he talked. But he didn't have like a tagline, right? Well, he was sexual chocolate later in his career. Right. And then he had the Hall of Pain. No, 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 no. He was always sexual chocolate. They just recognized him later on. Touche, sir. That's right. And then he had the Hall of Pain. The Hall of Pain. Anyway, the next match is Disciples of Apocalypse, or Skull and Eight Ball. The Harris Brothers. The Harris Brothers. The Blue Brothers. They're fighting LOD 2000, still Animal and Hawk, but I think they have Sonny with them as their manager. Oh, no Draws and Heidenreich? No, Draws was right after this, because this is kind of like the, the precursor to them doing the Hawk was fucked up on drugs and he fell off the Titan Tron because they think they yeah. pushed him. And then I Heidenreich wasn't until like 04. I hated that. That was really a disservice. Well, I mean, it's nothing like Vince McMahon to, to uh, you know, capitalize on... Exploit is the better word. I'm sorry. I said capitalize, but you're absolutely right. Exploit somebody's demons. This all could have been prevented, his alcoholism, if Two Cold Scorpio didn't knock him out with one punch. And sh sharpen his chopsticks into oh, yeah, shivs. Yeah, come on. Fucking jerk off. We're going to wind up talking about those at some point, the way only Front Face Like Podcast can. I, I, I do want to talk about them. I don't want to do it. This is me personally. I, I don't want to speak for you. I don't want to do it while the other shows are doing it because I don't want to take away from their thunder of doing it because they're, you know, I know World Elite just did uh, the plane line from Hell one. I don't want to steal their thunder from us doing it. 
So when everybody else kind of gets it out of the way, that's when we'll do it. Yeah, that's fine. Because, I mean, obviously, ours is going to be way different. And better. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but yeah. Or funnier. And drunker. And drunker. And slimier. Dickish. And you have a, you're saying you have a slimy dick? Slimy dickish. Slimy dick eyeball chambers. That's my new wrestling name. Slimy dick? The eyeball chambers, yeah. The eyeball chambers match. Is that like a chamber of horror match? Yes, but with slimy dicks and eyeballs hanging from the ceiling. Do you get to use them as weapons or? You suck on slime off of them. So two weeks ago, we would have said that Brian Clark would have been involved in this match. Um, Buff Bagwell. Uh, yeah, because Brian Clark might be refing this match because he, he retired from his slimy dick in-ring competition. Mm -hmm. Buff Bagwell, though, someone pays him because he's a gigolo to suck on the slimy dicks. I mean, that's part of being a gigolo. And then he spits the slime into a bucket. And if he fills a bucket up, like in Double Dare, like you have to fill it past a certain line. Then Henry O'Godwin uses it as his slot bucket. Yes. It's like a very, it's a daisy chain. This match, it just it just goes on. It, it's one stipulation that goes into the next match. So, Buff Bagwell sucks all the slimy dicks. Vince pays him. He's like, hey, I heard you want a job again. Uh, or you want us to pay for your rehabilitation. He does that fucking move, that swim move where he kind of walks and dances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that strut thing he's got. Yeah, with his top hat. And he's like, yeah, Vince, I, you know, I really need some help. And uh, if you could pay me uh, so I could do that, it'd be great. So I could eventually sign with AEW. Vince goes, what are you willing to do? And he goes, I suck a dick. He's like, well, uh, I'm, uh, what, he's like, what are you doing now, Puff? He's like, well, I'm a gigolo. Uh, perfect. How do you feel about a slimy dick eyeball chamber match? <laughs> Uh, I'll do anything. Whatever it takes. It's it's funny you bring that up because I don't I don't want to cut you off, but you made the best point in that in that little rant there. He wanted WWE to pay for his rehab so he could try to sign with AEW. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> I mean, if that happens though, that totally means Vince McMahon owns AEW. Absolutely, because he would never allow that to happen. But they turned him down, and listen. I believe everybody, if they need help, give them help. And Vince McMahon, you could say what you want about him, promoter-wise. He has sent X amount of people to rehab and tried with them. I mean, he exploited Hawks. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy, Scott Hall, Terry Reynolds. He he did send Hawk to rehabs. He paid when Draws got paralyzed. He kept him on the payroll for years. He re-signed yeah. Lex as the wellness program guy. He does care. About the wellness now. of his wrestlers. Now, now. yes, obviously now. <laughs> Buff Bagwell, I'm not going to speak for him, but he's such a fucking idiot that he probably called Vince and said, hey, listen, uh, you know, I really, I, my life is all fucked up. Like, I really need to get into rehab. And Vince goes, yeah, sure, we'd love to help you, Buff. You were an employee here for a cup of coffee. Why not? Buff probably went, great, because I really want to sign with AEW. And Vince just hung up on him. That's not how, it's kind of how it went. But his mom called up for him instead. That's true. Yeah, because he yeah because he called out a yeah. You're right. So so then he he walks and tells me he's like I'm on a slimy dick at eyeball chamber match. He's like uh, I'll do whatever, Vince. And he just always does the anytime he talks he does the running like arm thing. It's like when uh, Road Dog shimmies everywhere. Buff Bagwell does that walk. We're gonna post what we're talking about on the Twitter. We're gonna post that get gif, and then he flexes. But because, he flexes uh, to the side because he does, always does it to the side. Oh, like that? Yeah, you see, uh, Young Buck stole that too. No, 
Oh, fuck. I don't want to get started on those fucking jerk-offs. Brian loves the Young Bucks, by the way. But back to Buff Bagwell. We're going to go, and then so the first match is he goes in, and it's just a bunch of dicks hanging from chains. Like, if you were, ever see Hellraiser? Yes. It's like all the chains hanging from the ceiling. There's dicks hanging from them. Dicks, different sizes, assorted sizes and colors, and sometimes they fly, you know, like they fly to hook them. I, I do they, believe we did talked about this. We did this with, with Some, rings. Yeah, it was, it was the rings. Instead of rings, it was dicks, and it was Brian Clark. But right. since season season two is about Buff Bagwell. We're and, gonna, and it's close to Halloween. It is close to Halloween, so it's Hellraiser. Hellraiser, the dicks are in there. You have fucking Road Dog is strapped like on his hands and knees, chains in the middle of the room or the ring, tied to chains and dicks, and he's just getting fucked and you know all the shit. Buff Bagwell's got to suck. All, it's kind of like a saw trap. He's got to suck all the dicks to free Road Dog. And in Road Dog, if he doesn't get there, instead of saying Jesus wept, he says Vince wept. Yeah, Buff Bagwell's trying to hit all the dicks on the chains with his arms. Strut. The strut, and some are hitting him in the face. He's like, <laughs> he's just sucking it straight off. Crazy pro. But in order for him to release the shackles on a uh, road dog, he's got to spit the goo into a big bucket past the line. When he gets past the line, the shackles unleash. Henry O'Godwin takes the bucket of splooge and goes into the next match, which is the hog pen match against Triple H. Right. And it just goes on and on. That's our Halloween Havoc 2021. First match. I, I don't see a problem with that. In fact, I'm going to get Commissioner uh, Sport Stephen Regal on the phone and pitch that to him. I think it would be a bloody good idea. Everybody wins. Buff Bagwell gets hired back. He gets gets to go to rehab. He gets to suck a bunch of dick. He gets to suck money. a bunch of dicks for money. But he's got to see. The thing is, he's got to go against his natural instinct of swallowing. Yeah, and he's swatting them when he wants to grab them. Yeah. So two natural instincts have to go out the window. It's it's a, it's a really hard thing for him to do. It's a hard dick to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> and Road Dog's sitting there, and he doesn't want to get unchained. He's just loving every minute of it. So anyway, the next match is Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock in a dungeon match with Dan Severin as the special guest referee. The dungeon match, meaning like it's the, dun the Hart dungeon, and Dan Severin was UFC, so he's the ref for that. I get it. And uh, I don't even want to go into the fact that AEW is trying to exploit the Hart family by Hell having yeah. the Owen Hart thing. I mean, that's the Hart family's fault as well. But Listen, I'm not going to give them – I'm not going to knock the Hart family for wanting Owen Hart's legacy to be preserved as it should be because he was the superior Hart, and I'm a huge Bret Hart fan. No, you're right. I agree. Owen Hart is my favorite one. But I still think it's kind of like Vince tried to make amends and – no, they're doing the whole let's fuck Vince again. It's petty. I don't want to get into it. It's stupid. It's just another way that AEW is trying to capitalize off WWE. Are the Hart family, they're okay, though, with Sting coming down from the rafters? On Is he still coming down from the rafters? He has. I think he has. But would they be okay with that? Yeah. They, I mean, were, okay I... they were okay with that when Brett was in WCW, right? Yeah, because he was doing it in WCW against yeah. Brett. But that was, that's okay? That's okay, but Vince McMahon try, like, trying to make amends – and, you know, having Nat Natalia and, and Jim the Anvil Nyhard, you know, in the Hart Foundation in the Hall of Fame, that's not okay. Yeah, listen, and Bret Hart in the Hall of Fame. And Bret Hart twice in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and now, listen, like you said, nothing is a Hart family. People grieve in different ways. I understand you can be angry, but let's not be hypocritical at the same point. Exactly. No one would know, like you said, who any of the Hearts were without Vince McMahon. If you were a diehard territory yeah. wrestling fan in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. 
But we know who the Hearts was because the you know it's the Hart dynasty. Stu Hart, as cryptic as he was, he trained some of the best wrestlers out there. No, but absolutely. Bret, Bret Hart opened the door to WWE, which brought in Jim the Anvil Nine Hart, which brought in Owen Hart British and a Bulldog. lot of other guys, Dynamite. British Bulldog, Dynamite Kid, all those people. So the next match is uh, Triple H versus The Rock, which ended in a time limit draw. Yeah, I hate those two, which happened last night. I didn't watch it last night. Yeah, Daniel Bryan almost got his neck fucking broken in a spot. So he's he's going to be dead soon. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, how could this happen? But him and Kenny Omega fought to a time limit draw. And then Adam Cole and the Young Bucks came and did a triple super kick to knock Bryan out. Of course they did, because the Young Bucks don't know another fucking move besides the super kick. Well, and they're going to be the super click. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Fucking Young Bucks suck. I don't even hate them because they're heels. We're going to talk about them later, Ryan. We're going to... I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna, I'm getting you just you know I'm just uh, rubbing the clit a little bit, little get you warmed up. I know but. why this next match is in the spot it's in. So you have The Rock and Triple H, and then you have and then I'll give you the main event. The, the main event is Stone Cold versus the Undertaker, uh, Stone Cold and the Undertaker versus Kane and Mankind okay. for the tag team championship. Now the match I skipped. You, as soon as I say it, you're gonna know exactly why it's sandwiched between these two matches. It's Jacqueline and Sable in a bikini contest with Jerry Lawler's the master of ceremonies, and it ends in a disqualification. How does a bikini match end up in a disqualification? Jerry Lawler comes and grabs one of her boobs. Touch your boobs. He's the the master of ceremonies. How does it end in disqualification? Someone's top comes off. Is this the one where Sable pulled the top off and she had the hands there or something? Was this the one where Jackie was on? No, that was a tag team match where she was on someone's shoulders and they they sandwiched that match in between because again we we said this we had this whole discussion about me going to get popcorn. This is the the popcorn match as they call it, where people can get up and go do something else, go to the bathroom while this match is going on. Yes, but people that was for the women's championship. No, bikini the, contest. Bikini was contest. That, was that, Jerry, ready for Bash at the Beach '98? I'm ready. I've been ready. Been ready for a week. Bash the Beach 98, are you ready for the tagline? If you must. The tagline. I don't even know if I can say this with a straight face. Can I guess it? The, please, I guess, guess, it. guess Bash at the Beach 98, WCW, NWO. What was going on in 98? Hmm. Bash at the Beach. President was uh, Bill Clinton, right? We were junior. Actually, we were going into senior year of high school. Battle. Of the Pacific. Not even close. Hmm. Here's right, and here's wrong, and then here's you way the fuck over there. Okay, hold on. Wait, let me get two more. Be ready to ride the wave. Still way over there. Nothing says partying like a good old bash at the beach. The tagline... <laughs> Is like skinny dipping in the shark tank. Somebody's going down. <laughs> no! Oh, please, God, no! Oh boy, I gotta tell you that 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 sounds awful. It's not true. That's impossible. I'm just gonna let that simmer with him for a second. I love you, Johnny Cakes. Stop it. Get some help. Boo! <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Why do you need to go skinny dipping in a shark cage? No, not a shark cage, a shark tank. Who's going swimming in a shark tank? Well, it's like skinny dipping in a shark tank, in the shark tank. 
somebody's going down. What the fuck does that even mean? Someone's going down where? In, in the water. Where else would you go? Do they mean like going That's down the, because the sharks going to eat them? Like like they're going down to skull it? Yeah. Or they're, like they're going down, they're going to die. But they don't need to be naked to do that. Who wrote this? I demand to know answers now. Who wrote it? Eric Bischoff. Fucking text him now and ask him what the fuck oh, that okay. meant. Oh, man, Mr. Bischoff. Tweet him. I'll fucking tweet him. I don't give a fuck. What is it? What is it? Wait, we're tweeting. At Eric Fuckface Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Like skinny, skinny dipping in the shark tank. Someone is going down. What the fuck does that even mean? Anticipated response is appreciated. There you go. Done. Tweeted. Now we can get to the bottom of it. What's next? So that's that's the that tagline. The matches. You got Raven Who's better than Raven? No. in a Ravens rules match. Which means there's no rules. He's got uh, Riggs, Riggs and Lodi with him. Lodi. 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 Uh, L-O-D-I. Town in Jersey. Lodi. Sorry. He was, did you know that he looks like Billy Idol and Idol spelled backwards as Lodi? Yeah, I know that. But that's not why they named the town Lodi. Next. Prayer versus Kidman. Who? Hooventude versus Kidman. So who versus Kidman? Hooventude. Who? Hooventude. Who? Ventude. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> who? Fuck who? Ventude. Ventude? Then you have Stevie Ray versus Chavo Guerrera. Okay, were they are they related? Stevie Ray and Chavo? No. I just said Stevie Ray versus Chavo, and you said are they related? Yeah, are they related? No, it's a different match. Yeah, but are they related? What the fuck are you talking about? Are they related? No. Are they related? Yeah. <laughs> supposed to ask me a question. Are they related? Why would you think they're related? <laughs> it's so stupid. You're so stupid. Are they related? Oh, uh, who? Ventude. <laughs> and Chava. Chava. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Who? <laughs> <laughs> are, are they related though? Hooventude and Chavo? It's it, it ends in a it says submission in question marks. What does that mean? I don't know. It's you a think short that, match. It's only a minute and a half. We might have to find out. You think that they uh their backstage are like, let's just get the Guerreros out of the way. Get them out of the way. Fuck it. Oh. Who? Ventude. I don't like your Hooventude. <laughs> you had a real bad Hooventude there, Ryan. I think the misfits should Come up with a new song. Hooventude. You got some fucking Hooventude. I can't believe in Cyclope. You got some Hooventude. Inside that pretty mess, there is a luchador. If you hit that 550 splash, you're gonna hit the floor. Hooventude. You got some fucking Hooventude. Just so you know, Hooventude is a Guerrera, and the rest of them are Guerreros. Because he's a girl. Oh, yeah, Spanish, the A girl. That was Stevie Ray versus Chavo in a submission, quote-unquote, ending. And then the next match is Eddie versus Chavo in a hair versus hair match. Okay. So they did just get all the Guerrera and Guerreros out of the way. Chavo twice. Then you have your favorite wrestler of all time. You're a huge fan. Che Guevara. Guerrera. Conan. 
with Lex Luger and Kevin Nash Wolfpack? versus Disco Inferno. It's Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Wasn't Disco in the Wolfpack? Disco, was he in Wolfpack or Black and White? He was in NWO at the point, right? He was, but it was like, oh, no, he was in Wolfpack. He was, they didn't really want him in Wolfpack. They kind of fucked with him a little bit. Yeah. But it's Conan versus Disco Inferno. Great. Are they taking all the Hispanic wrestlers and just putting them at the front of the card? I feel like that's what they're doing. Then you have the Giant versus Kevin Green. Okay. Why that happens. They have Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Chris Jericho in a no-disqualification match for the Cruiserweight Championship. All right. Probably decent. Booker T versus Bret Hart. Goldberg versus Kurt Henning. Then the match that Marcus requested us to do this pay-per-view, which is probably the only one we really have to cover because it's a 23-minute match, and who knows Jeez. how long we're going to talk about that. Okay. It's Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman with the Disciple versus Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone. Did the Bulls play the Utah Jazz that year in the finals? So we're rehashing a rivalry a year later. They didn't, they didn't play them twice, I don't think. So that must have been the you know the ninety seven ninety eight season. Did they play him? Oh, maybe they played him twice. Did they play? They played him twice in a row. I guess they played him twice. So they just added on to that basketball rivalry by having them at Bash of the Beach. Yeah. And they wheeled out old Diamond Dallas Page to be the fucking guy that does the celebrity. It's annoying. That's your favorite guy though, Diamond Dallas Page. Do you think every time he got called to the office, like they're like, Page, we got this great idea for you. And he's like, oh, I can't wait. Well, you're going to be in the main event. All right, I like what I hear. And they're like, we're going to yeah. set you up with Jay Leno. He's like, oh, all right, I can, I can make that work. That's that's good. And then like a couple months later, they're like, we're going to set you up with Carl Malone. <laughs> oh, dude, like how many celebrities are you going to put me? In? All right, we got a better idea for you. David Arquette. Jesus Christ. It's every celebrity ever. He In WCW, I'm pretty sure that he wrestled with. Oh, there's no pretty sure. He did. I can't think of a celebrity besides Master P that he wasn't paired with. He wasn't paired with Master P, are we sure? No, because Master P was in the um, Filthy Animals. And he wasn't paired with the Misfits because I said celebrities. <laughs> waka waka. I think then they should reel Don Dallas to page out in AEW and put him with a celebrity too. Well, he's been there. He's been in the crowd and everything. Oh, great. I'm surprised they didn't put him with Shaq. Should have been. Or Kobe. Kobe's dead. Not now. Well, he's dead now. I mean, not now. Don't put him with Kobe now. But Kobe wasn't in AEW. Yeah, but I mean, back in the day. But he's dead. But he wasn't then. A lot of people weren't dead then. Everybody who's dead now wasn't dead then. That's not true. How? How's that not true? Um, Jim Morrison was dead now, and he was dead then. But not dead when he was still alive, which was back then. Yeah, but that's then then. I'm talking about now then. Like then, 90s. When will then be now? Soon. When he could have. So we're talking about now, now. Like if he, Kobe was in his prime, like Malone was, he could have wrestled. So you're saying 98? Like then, yeah. Because I, I, I no, was not, confused. Because... Not 98. He wasn't in his prime in 98. Kobe wasn't even fucking in the league in 98. So when's the then you're talking about? Fucking 2000s. Like 2005. So you're just time warping everywhere because I said I said Shaq and AEW. You said, well, they should have put him with Kobe. Yeah, but then when when then? Then I just told you what the fuck don't you, you got something in your ears? When Kobe was in his prime, there was no AEW. Could have been WCW. Fucking, there was no AEW when Carmelo was there. There was no WCW when Kobe was in his prime. But there was TNA. Oh, so now we're wheeling out TNA out of nowhere. 
You got to pull somebody in there. WWE wasn't taking Kobe. Get on with it. Get on with it. That's it. That's the main event. Oh, uh, we're done. Oh right, yeah, let's go. See you later. <laughs> I really don't want to watch any of them. Uh, we have to. Wa- <laughs> we ha- we have to watch the main event. Oh, Marcus sucks at everything, even picking pay per views. <sighs> All right, what are we watching? Damn it, Marcus! Hey, what are you watching? We're going right to the main event. No, we're not watching the submission match. No, I have no interest. I don't care what happens. I really don't. You sure? Yeah. Who's who's in the submission match? Chavo and Stevie Ray. Did Chavo come out on the pony? Did he? I don't know. I'm asking you. Yes. I don't know either. No, he came out. Yeah, he came out a fucking inflatable fucking inner tube and a super soaker. No, he didn't. No, yes, he didn't. He did. Okay, hold. Okay, hold on. You want to watch? You're not watching. You don't want to watch it. No, we have to watch. Now you fucking just brought that up. All right, so it's still the cool bash of the beach set with all the sand and everything. Here comes Stevie Ray. Do you think Stevie Ray goes to the beach? No. Not even to get a base? Is that a, is that a real question? Do you think Stevie Ray needs a base? Yes. He goes, but he still wears the old Harlem Heat outfit. Think he'll get that tan line where that ring is? No, he does. Just... He, gets a, he gets a circle ring. It's like black, but then blacker in the center. That's not an inflatable pony. That's an inflatable swimming like thing. He's wearing the inflatable like floaty thing, like the duck from U.S. Acres on Garfield and Friends. They used to have yeah. the same face as him. And it's not a pony; it's a fucking tiger. Giovanni's an idiot. I'm a real super soaker. He's got some ghetto version. That's like the uh, Walmart version of a super soaker. The super hydrator. The awesome wet gun. You know what? I don't care what it's called. I just want it to be called the awesome wet gun. Hello, here comes Eddie. With regular scissors. Those are construction paper cutting scissors. Are those Eddie the Barber Guerrero? Eddie's got pimples on his back. You know why that is. Steroids. All right. So let's say someone. Jesus. Stevie Ray's a monster. Yeah, he's fucking huge. I didn't realize he was that big. But here comes Chavo. Up. Oh, flex. This is a minute long match. Up. Oh, flex. Chavo's in AEW. You need a flex belt. Not no more. He got rid of uh, air. Oh, did he? Oh. He got written off air because he's uh, doing some wrestling instruction for some TV show. Oh, no. How are the AEW fans coping with that? I don't know. Come on. This match is a minute and something long, and they've gone a minute already. And it's it ends in a submission. Oh, is this what? Oh. Wait, what? What the fuck? So he what? shook his hand, and then he said he got submitted. How did he get submitted? Because I guess he squeezed his hand too hard. What, did he tap? What the fuck? Stevie Ray is gigantic and he can't move around a referee. What the fuck? So Stevie Ray shook his hand and Chavo said that he squeezed it too hard and so he tapped out. No, Stevie Ray lost, I thought. No, Stevie Ray won. Why is he mad then? Because he didn't actually have a match. Stevie Ray should never have a match. He was fucking awful. And now there's another match now with Eddie and Chavo. A hair versus hair match. How long is this one? 11 minutes. Oh, can we skip to the end? Yeah. Scoop slam. Chavo going up to the rope with uh, senior official Charles Robinson. Is that Charles Robinson? Yeah. It's little Nate. It is little Nate. Be- oh, he's got that really bad haircut there. It's little little, little H. I didn't even recognize him. Triple Nate. Triple Nate. I think that was the first worst joke you ever t- told on this show. The Triple Nate? The Triple Nate. 
You don't think there should have been a triple nature? No. There should not have been a triple nature. There shouldn't have been a little little nature. All right. Because oh. I'm pretty sure that's what Ric Flair calls his penis. Triple nature? Little nature. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, Ric Flair, when uh, he sees a naked woman, says, will the defendant please rise to his penis? Because he's just so used to saying that because he's always in court for sexual harassment. Yes. And he calls it the settlement. <laughs> That's what happens when he comes. Time for the settlement. <laughs> it's his finishing move. <laughs> as soon as he comes, he fucking signs the court document. It's called the plea bargain. <laughs> uh, I truly believe that he tried to get the girl to touch his dick. Oh, I do too. You're not going to convince me otherwise. You're not going to convince me otherwise, and you're not going to convince me that Tommy Dreamer didn't understand the fact that comparing his shitty ponytail to sexual harassment was not going to get him in trouble. And now Rob Van Dam came out to clarify. Come on. He came out to clarify because they're like, dude, you fucking put a target on Ric Flair's back. Like they said, Ric Flair's a made man. Yeah, essentially he is, but you know, still doesn't mean he can do that shit. No, but I'm saying... Rob Van Dam's not going to go against the boys. You know, he said what he said on the documentary. Then he was like, oh, well, I didn't mean that he made her grab him. I said he was close that she had to have touched him if she was going to get away. So now you're saying it afterwards. Like, if you say yeah. after the fact, you have to clarify. Dude, come yeah. on. If nobody would have, if nobody would have, like, raised the red flag about what they said, they would not have backed it up. And then he was like, oh, you know, editing, editing uh, makes you look bad. Like, Rob Van Dam was coming out with all excuses. Yeah, I know, editing to make it more juicy. I get it. But you said that he was making her touch him. He also said that it was kind of normal for the boys to drug women and take advantage of them when they were asleep. Yes. Oh, so Chava lost, I guess? Chava lost. I guess they did not have battery-operated razors that they had to have a fucking 50-foot extension cord. Who won? Anyone. So why does Chava have the clippers? Because he's still always oh, shaving his own head. It's is is it even on? No. Oh no, it is. Yeah, yeah, there. Uh, he got a, one little thing. Is this like why is Eddie scared of this? It's like okay, the whole point of the match was he shaved his head, so he's doing it to himself. Uh, because he's crazy. He can't even shave his head right. And this is the guy that they looked at in AEW and said, "Yeah, we should send him a contract too." Yeah, Chavo. Yeah. Well, Chavo is only ever there because his uncle was Eddie Guerrero. Same reason Vicky Guerrero has a job. Yeah, if there was no Eddie Guerrero, there'd be no Chavo or Vicky. Or Juventud. Guerrero. That's because he's a girl. Who? Juventud. So, the end, huh? The end? Oh, no, he's going to squirt people with Super Soaker. And he's still shaving his head because he's crazy. What the fuck is we watching? He's shaving his head and squirting himself in the mouth with a Super Soaker. And he can't even shave his head right. Can someone please help him? He's shaving his armpits. His armpits. What the fuck? Is he going to shave his pubes next? I hope they Dude. clean the ring before the next match. I hope they help this guy shave the rest of his head. I hope this is. I think this is what he looks like for the rest of his career. They should just pull the plug. And, he, and him and like, all right, uh, I got to go shave the rest of my head. And, you know, Bischoff is like, no, you can't. It's still going on. They didn't even cut to like a backstage but thing. Now he, figured, now he figured out how to shave his head, though. It only took what? five minutes. They're like, dude, you can't press it completely on your skull. All right, Charles, can you get the back for me, buddy? Yeah, Charles, I can't reach the back. I, did I miss anything back there, Charles? Nope, looking great. That looks fantastic. Know who you can get to help? 
the disciple. I heard he I heard used he to be a barber. <laughs> Do you think Chavo went up to the disciple in the back? He's like, hey, man, hey, uh, Brutus. He's like, nobody's called me Brutus in a long time. He's like, I, I just need you to uh, to finish the back of my hair. I, I heard he used to be a barber. He goes, I was a barber. And he looks off into the distance and he goes, but that was a long time ago. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not I haven't. It's been a fortnight since I've touched shorn a man's skull. <laughs> I haven't shorn a man's skull in many moons. I don't even know if I can do it anymore. He's like, ha, ha, ha. I didn't cut any of my hair off. Charles Robinson's looking at him like, bro, you don't even know how to use a hair clipper, man. So Hollywood Hogan, Dennis Rodman with the Disciple versus Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone. I just wanted to get the backstory about why the fuck this match is even happening. I don't know. It's because it's definitely because of the uh, NBA Finals. It has to be. This is at July, right? Yeah. Yes, this is after the NBA Finals are over. The Bulls just beat the fucking Jazz, so this is going to be Rodney getting his comeuppance from Carmelo, who lost to him twice. Twice. Oh, you fucking suck. Rodman's the shit, though. Rodman was one of the best defensive players in basketball ever. Carmelo's probably the worst person to clothesline anybody in wrestling. The mailman. Do you think that in our fake wrestling town that Carmelo would be the mailman? In which one? Dudleyville or the one from months ago? Either. Well, Carmelo is actually default mailman in every town. How come the wrestling world never had a gimmick of the mailman? He comes out and delivers letters. And he actually, there's that like would have been anthrax, amazing. But there's like anthrax in it. Well, I wasn't going to go that far. I was going to say, like, you know, he would somebody would be doing a backstage promo, like The Rock would be doing a backstage promo, and the mailman would walk up and hand him a letter and go, "Message for you, sir," and hand it to him, and he'd open it up and say, "Say like, dear Rock, I'm going to beat you up. Meet me in the ring in ten minutes," and then the mailman be out in the ring. Or it'd be like, "Message for you, sir," and then they'd say, "You have been cordially invited to the Dudley Boys Tag Team Table Match Invitational." That could have been what happened. He was delivering. It was, a, but it was Carl Malone. It was Carl Malone. He was delivering it all. Well, what else was he really doing? He lost two championships in a row. And Rodman's the worm. Rodman was in that movie with John Claude Van Damme. Double Trouble. Seen it. I saw it too. He says we have to be on offense. He goes, yeah, but defenses win championships. Doesn't remember. I remember my favorite John Claude Van Damme movie was Double Impact, where he played his own twin. Mine is Kickboxer or Bloodsport. It's the same movie, essentially. I liked the guy who was his, kind of like Jean-Claude Van Damme, but not Casper Van Damme. Oh, he's in Starship Troopers. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. Starship Troopers 1 and 3, by the way. He wasn't in 2. I've seen all no. 3. No, he, he was not in 2. How was 3? Three? 3 is terrible. How was 2? Two? 2 was terrible. How was 1? One? 1 was terrible. I love 1. I love 1, too. I'll watch it every time. But the other ones are terrible. Oh, oh, there's the booty man back there. No, it's not the booty man. He's not the booty man. He's not the man with no name. He's, or he is the disciple, but he's not the Zodiac. He's not the barber. He's the disciple. He definitely looks the coolest, though, here. This was his best gimmick. How pathetic of a wrestler is Brutus the Barber that in WCW alone, he went through six gimmicks. He was only there for like five years. How bad is it that Brutus the Barber Beefcake was such a bad wrestler that they chose to pick two basketball players and a professional football player to wrestle in this pay-per-view before him. Do you think he just kept going to Bischoff's office and going, come on, man, give me a shot. Let me wrestle. And it's like, ah, you look cool. If we if we 
if we just grease you up a little bit, you you kind of look the part, but you you don't know what you're doing. Did he ever wrestle a match as a disciple? Did he ever wrestle a match as anybody really? I mean, I know he was in the ring and he actually fought people, but did he really wrestle a match? The picture with him and Greg Valentine drinking beers in some shack somewhere in Alabama is like the best picture ever. He's living his best life. He's living off <laughs> Hogan money. YOLO. <laughs> exactly. He's he's living off Hogan money. He never has to do anything again for the rest of his life. What are they doing? They're taking pictures for the the cameras. Robin was saying Carmen Electra at this time, I think. Oh, yeah, he was. Lucky fuck. Now he's like banging Kim Jong-un. Weird. Every day. What a weird transition. But he's living his best life for little Rocket Man. For Rodzilla. Little Rodzilla inside little Rocket Man. (laughs) He goes, you Rodman, me Rocket Man. (laughs) It's it's Rocket Rocketzilla. Rocketzilla. I've seen Godzilla across the ocean in Japan. We don't have Godzilla here. We, we have, have Rodzilla. We have Rodzilla and war. <laughs> Rodzilla is actually North Korea's version of Godzilla. And Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un just makes video movies now. Only released in North Korea. And it's Rodman, like a thousand feet tall, destroying... South Korean cities. <laughs> it's Rodzilla. Because they're best friends. But it's all really bad 80 CGI. It's yeah. actually just Rodman walking from the airport to the hotel. Yeah. At, but they like just fur, put like fur on and shit. Yeah, the fur with the nose rings and the hair dye. And he's just being Dennis Rodman. But they just really put bad CGI of pictures Behind of South it. Korea. Yeah. It's just him like walking over Seoul. It's like a green screen. He's just destroying everything in Seoul. And Kim Jong-un to the back are going, <laughs> Yes. Yes. My, my greatest invention, Rodzilla, my best friend. He will destroy all South Korea and the world. And it's the greatest movie ever, horror movie ever made in um, North Korea. It's true. Everybody's, for- everybody's forced to see it. I don't know if you know that, but oh, that's shit. how that this started is because he watched him. He didn't even just watch him in the NBA playoffs when he was a kid. This is about our age. He watched him at Bash of the Beach, and he was so impressed with his wrestling skills. He goes, I need Rodzilla to be my best friend and to create a horror movie franchise. It's going to be called Rodzilla, which is better than those stupid Japanese with Godzilla. <laughs> What's crazy about it, too, and this is also true, Bullshit! is originally... He was going to get Rod Stewart to play the role. You know how hard it is to get Rod Stewart to do anything? He was booked. He was booked. He's a booked man all the time. Yeah. I tried to get Rod Stewart on this show, and he goes, yeah, call me in three weeks. Did he? Yeah. He answers his phone. If you call Rod Stewart, he answers his phone. And he's usually, like, in the middle of a concert, he's just like, if you want my body, <laughs> hello? It's like, hey, uh. Mr. Stewart, do you want to come on my, my podcast? And he goes, call me in three weeks. And he hangs up and goes right back into the song. <laughs> I kind of think that's true, but I'm not can, sure. Can you prove me wrong? I can't. Kim Jong-un was very upset. So Rod Stewart sent him a videogram of him singing, Have I Told You Lately That I Love You. Have I Told and You Lately There's No One Else Above You. Yes, and then it smoothed everything out between them. Rod Stewart said he would do the soundtrack for... 
Rodzilla. Uh, and his second choice after Rod Stewart, I don't know if you know this, Bullshit! was Rodney Dangerfield. Was it? Yeah, but, he, you know, declining health in the late 90s and he died in the early 2000s. He couldn't do it. He just couldn't make the flight there and, you know, just didn't work out. Also, I actually have a list of people that he wanted. Oh, can I hear them? He wanted Roddy Roddy Piper. Obviously, who doesn't? But he was already a wrestler. He's like, if I make a wrestler and he's like destroying cities, you know, it doesn't really work. And he's kind of Scottish and we don't really like the Scottish here in North Korea. And he was not a fan of the movie They Live. As much as I love the movie They Live, he was not a yeah, fan. He, he didn't think he was a great actor. The other one, this is kind of messed up. So Kim Jong-un wanted to show that he's very accepting. This is 98, I believe. What was the L.A. riots? 93, 92? Around then, yeah. He wanted to get Rodney King. Because Rodney King was like, can't we all just get along? And, and, and that's Jong. all Kim Jong. See, this was still Kim Jong Il, though. Yeah, but but Kim Jong Un was giving his father advice. He wasn't really big into pop culture. He's like, "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy, get Rodney King." That's exactly how he talks, by the way. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And he's like, he's like, who's that? He's like the guy on the news. And he's like, "No, nah, we're not gonna get him. We need somebody more famous." How about Rodney Dangerfield? No respect. He's like, uh, he's a too old, too old. How about Roddy Roddy Piper, big wrestler? He wears dresses. We don't men don't wear dresses. How about that weird eccentric uh, basketball player uh, that dyes his hair and has a lot of piercings and he wears dresses and his name is uh, 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 Dennis Rodman? Hmm. Hmm. How tall is he? Oh, he's humongous. Is he at least three feet taller than South Koreans? He's as big as the biggest building in the world. So he could smash South Korea in a single bound. He could smash South Korea with his foot. Will he do it for a good price? He would do it for some Cheerios. And, and friendship. And friendship. <laughs> All right, let's go talk to him. And that's how it happened. That's, that's exactly how it I wasn't actually talking that whole thing. You were just doing the Kim Jong-il because he's obviously dead, and I was just playing the recording of yeah. King Jong Un talking. That wasn't me. I I, I was no, gone. I, I I was getting another beer, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I feel if Kim Jong Un heard this, and he just pops into the show right now. I'm gonna have a shit. Uh, you know, if King Jong Un <laughs> popped in here right now, my first question would be like, "Hey, what's yeah. up, Un?" My first question would be like, "Is it like?" Really late in North Korea? It's really early. They're ahead of us. Are they though? They're that way. That that way's is is less. And that way's more. Okay, so isn't it really late or early? It's like four AM there. But what's he doing? He's ooning. Ooning? Ooning. What does that entail? Whatever Kim Jong un wants it to be. He's just doing it. He's just like Whatever I Kim Jong un's. <laughs> Oh, Master Oon, what are you doing? He's like, I'm ooning. Like, what? I'm just doing my thing. That's a, I don't know if you know this. This oh, is shit. actually a real thing in North Korea that when you're just kind of chilling, you're ooning. You're ooning? You're ooning. Do you know who else loves to oon? Who? Ventude. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so anyway, here's, here's DDP with his stupid fucking diamond. That's not a diamond, it's a spade. No. Can we admit that, that he's not Diamond Dallas Page? He's Spade Dallas Page? Yeah, because 
it doesn't make a, a diamond shape because then you'd have to like push your fingers together all the way close together, and that doesn't even make a diamond shape. That makes like a teardrop. Yeah, he, he's, he's teardrop diamond page. Teardrop page. Or he's spade diamond page. This is stupid. This is not a diamond. It's a triangle it's a almost. It's a triangle. This is a diamond. That's a diamond. Diamond that's a is diamond. two. Yeah, that's a diamond. Boom. That's diamond. Right there. Diamond. This is like a diamond from the jewelry store. See mine? Mine's like a diamond from the jewelry store. I can't hold my fingers together. That's not a diamond. That's spade. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, spade diamond palette. Page. Spade, Spade Dallas Page. They've been fucking lying to us this whole time. Unbelievable. He's fucking Spade Point Pleasant Page. Unbelievable. Diamond Dallas Page has been lying to us for 30 years. You fucking jerk off. Oh, he's running in place. Oh, look, it's still not a diamond. Yeah, on the back of his, his vest is still not a diamond. Oh, he's on the boardwalk. Uh, and Malone is dressed just like him. Is he Diamond I mean, Dallas Malone? I guess you could say he's Spade Malone. <laughs> Oh no, no, he's not. He is not that at all. I'm not saying he is, but if we're saying Diamond Dallas Page is Spade Dallas Page and Carl Malone is saying the same thing and doing the same hand signal and has still has this thing on his shirt, ipso facto, ipso facto, Carl Malone is actually degrading himself. Hey, brother Rodman, you see this guy right here? He could have been cutting people's hair two matches ago, but uh. They don't trust him with those big ass shears. Carmelone is in fucking good shape, though. Oh yeah, he's in excellent shape. What do you think the strategy here is? So here's what I do, brother. I'm not a big fan of you. We all know why. I'm not a big fan of Carmelone. We all know no. why. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mind you so much as long as you stay away from my daughter. Yeah, I mean you're cool. Just don't date my daughter. Carmelo's pants are darker than Diamond Dallas Pages. Dennis Brown was like, "It's what I hope. I'm gonna wear a t-shirt." T-shirt and jeans and Hoke boots. I don't understand this. This is a very nitpicky thing, but Diamond Dallas Page always wore his boots over his tights, but in this particular match, he has the boots under the tights. He sucks. Always. He sucks. The fact that he was famous, like he was like the, the shit. He was the guy for a while in WCW. That bothers me. He's a nice guy. Like I said no, before, I spoke with him on the phone, yeah. but he sucks. Yeah, he's not a good wrestler. He's not even in shape. No, I'm telling you, he's fucking bootleg Van Hammer. You could have taken this gimmick and put it on Van Hammer and been the same as that guy. And Van Hammer was actually in shape and a good wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Van Hammer's sitting at home right now thinking that? We should get him on the show. We should get him on the show because Van Hammer probably sits at home with a dartboard with Diamond Dallas Page's face on it. Just could throwing fucking been. knives he's at it. Spinning his guitar around his neck and throwing darts at Diamond Dallas Page's picture. Could have been me. Could have been me. Should have been me. I came in that gimmick. I thought it was dumb. I could have been Diamond Dallas Van Hammer. Diamond Dallas Hammer. Diamond Van Hammer. I thought it was a dumb gimmick. I didn't want to do it. Hulk Hogan and his fucking hair. Oh, Robin's going to start the match off versus Carmelo. First thing I would have said was, I won the NBA Finals. I really don't want to do this. I'm fucking Carmen Electra, and I won two NBA Finals in a row of Mm. three. Well, he won three in a row. Yeah, but he won two of them against him. Yeah, two against him. He's like, I don't really need to do this. Who do you think would win in a real fight? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Robin's not not in shape. No, Robin was pretty fucking badass in NBA. Yeah, he was he was a fucking psycho in NBA, and that's why everybody loved him. That's why I, I, I don't watch basketball, but if I chose a team, it would have been the Bulls because yeah. of Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan. 
Yeah, well, Rodman was the best rebounder I've ever seen. And the Bulls were great without Rodman, and then once they got him, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls have always had Steve Kerr, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Like, they've been a stacked team. Well, I, I should say the 90s and the early 2000s, but not so much in the last 20 years. Oh, they suck in the last 20 years. Unfortunately, that's my team, too. Yeah, Derrick Rose fucking gets hurt every 30 seconds. Yeah, if he didn't get hurt every year, they would have been in that fucking NBA Finals. Yeah, like four every years year. in a row. Yeah, he was uh, he was one of the best basketball players I've ever seen. And he got hurt every year. Kind of like Christian McCaffrey, who just got hurt tonight. Christian McCaffrey fucked up his hamstring. He's out. Good, I didn't draft him. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm playing against the guy who drafted him. <laughs> I think. Yep. I beat you, right? I remember I beat you. Yeah, but that's because uh, your stupid ass decided to punish me and make me draft last. Um, it was random, fuckoid. Yeah, okay. It's as random as this match. How do you feel about Carmelo wearing his knee pads underneath his, his pants? I don't mind that as much just because at least he has knee pads on. Do you like guys wrestling in jeans? I don't like guys wrestling in jeans when they wear wrestling boots with the jeans. I think it would be really hard to wrestle in jeans. Well, they might be like the stretchy jeans. Like they're probably like custom made stretchy jeans. Like jeggings? Yeah. They're probably like made from like sweatpants, like a material. Like I'm wearing a pair of jeans that are like stretchy old it's navy Rosita. jeans. It's Rodzilla. Do you think Kim Jong Un is like a little kid watching this going, oh, Rodzilla? You think Carmelo's doing that right now going, wait, this isn't a diamond? Uh, this is totally not a diamond. I don't want to say what it is. It kind of looks like a vagina. Vagina Dallas Page. <laughs> vagina Dallas Page. That would have been such a better gimmick. Well, he was supposed to be a ladies' man, so. Basketball players are super skinny. He's ripped, well, but I mean, I guess he's like fucking six foot six, right? Well, Hogan's what, six three, six four, six five, yeah. something like that. Six five, six six, six seven. I don't know. He's somewhere between three and five and, and eight foot. <laughs> Does it disturb you that Hulk Hogan's probably wearing the same type of pants that some chick that you've dated has worn? Like like yoga pants? Yeah, like stretch pants, black stretch pants. God bless yoga pants, stretch black stretch pants. But now any any girl that you ever date that wears those, are you gonna think Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Who says I didn't do that before? You're gonna be like, oh my god, your ass looks just as good as Hollywood Hogan's. Why, why do you think? Why do you think I only dated blondes except for like two girls that I dated? With a mustache. Like every girl I've ever dated, except with the exception of like two girls, have been blonde. You've dated, but you dated like the uh, the weird Hogan without the mustache girl. Well, I was kind of hoping that maybe they would get into my fetish, and they never did. Hence why I'm not with them anymore. Damn, that sucks. They'd be like, oh, what are you into? And I'm like, can you put this mustache and this bald wig on? <laughs> can you iron your hair? Can I paint a beard on you? And a, you wear this fake blonde mustache and you just, can I shave the middle of your head? Can you spray and paint NWO across my naked chest when I'm laying on the ground? After I spray tan you? <laughs> can you walk into the bedroom Listening to fucking Voodoo Child. Yeah, I used to put on Voodoo Child and I'd hand them the condom and I'd say, Can you pretend you're playing the condom like a guitar and come in playing Voodoo Child? And she's holding the condom and she's strumming it like a fucking guitar. Yeah, she rips it open. Do you make her wear a weight belt? Well, obviously. Do you make her whip you with it? Like halfway through the match? Not, you know. Sometimes before the match, most of the time after the match, mm. and then she'd spray paint me. 
Robin just spit on DDP. Wouldn't you spit on DDP? Today be like, you want COVID? I'll give you COVID. If DDP walked in your house right now, would you spit on him? Yes. Why? Because a fucking it's not a diamond. <laughs> right through that fucking little design. And that little put my hands together like he used to do and go <laughs> right through it. And he would just leave. Yeah. So you would have the girls as NWO Hogan or All American Hogan? Mostly NWO Hogan, but then sometimes I'd have like uh, a July. Fourth of July, I would have them come out with their red and black, or the red and yellow stretch pants with the weight belt and everything, and the big boa. It's still strumming the, the the condom coming into the bedroom, but it, I'd be playing real American because it's Fourth of July. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. What would you be doing? Oh, I'd be the uh, knocked out wrestler in the ring that she they had to come and take advantage of with the spray can and whip me with the belt. And you look like Bastion Booger. I mean, I do look like Bastion Booger. You so. would dress up like Bastion Booger all the time. I, I mean, I do all the time. Anyway, what do you think I'm wearing underneath this shirt? You dress up as every version of the guy who played Bastion Booger. Yes, I've, I've Norman, actually... Norman the Maniac, Bastion Booger, Fire Ferguson. You dress up as different... He was actually... He could have actually been the first mankind. He was. Yeah, he could have been the fucking three faces of Ferguson. You know what? Get Vince McMahon on the phone right now. We need a new DVD release. Yep, we need to fucking reincarnate this guy. The three faces of Ferguson. <laughs> How great would that be? I can't think of something better than that. We're fucking marketing geniuses, I'll tell you. Carl Malone is still wrestling Hulk Hogan here. Collar and elbow tie up. Don't date my daughter, brother. Are they still wrestling? Because are they still? Is he wearing purple because the Jazz wore purple? Well, I mean, DDP is worn purple. DDP has worn cocks on his face. Did I miss that pay-per-view? Yeah, it, he he was a run-in in the Buff Bagwell slimy cocks match. Oh, okay. Yeah, he ran in. And all the fucking cocks slammed into his face like in Hellraiser when the hooks grabbed the guy by the face. Oh, Charles Robbins yeah. is, is the ref in this one, too. This is his poem, Triple Duty. Why did DDP push Charles Robinson? Because Dennis Rodman came and hit Carl Malone from the back. So that's the reason I pushed the referee? Because he didn't see it. Like, come on, ref. I'm going to distract you so they can do more illegal stuff. What does taping one's fingers do? I have never understood that. Like, Lars Ulrich does that. And I get it because he's holding drumsticks and you don't want to get the blisters. But what does a wrestler do that for? Individually. Individually. Like, Ric Flair tapes his, like, knuckles. So what do you call the girls that come into your... Do you call them, like, Hollywood? Well, it depends. I mean, the, where am I meeting these these people? No, they're coming to your house. They're just coming to your house. I'm just inviting random girls, or is this the girls I'm dating? The girls you're dating that look like Hulk Hogan. I, you know what I do is I, I like first date, like I slip in like into, and they go, oh, I really like to watch movies. I'll, oh, you're into Hollywood, and then all of a sudden I start like slipping in that they're. I call them Hollywood. Like, what's up, Hollywood? I'll call them like, Hey, Hollywood, what are you doing tonight? And they're like, Oh, I'm just chilling. I'm oon. I'm ooning. <laughs> what if their name was Holly? automatically first date hi i'm holly i don't know i would be introducing ourselves on the first date we you think we'd know each other oh what's up hollywood hollywood do what who what ventude what and dude what dude i don't know if i would pick hulk hogan to be my uh who would be yours i mean you're my... married so but you say you're single who's your who's your hollywood like I, you know i'm dating blonde girls who in stretch pants because you know, I got this Hollywood Hogan fetish, apparently, that you just came up with. Who's yours? 
My fetish? Shawn Michaels? It has to be a guy? No, you have to date a girl that reminds you of a wrestler. Of a guy wrestler or a girl wrestler? Yeah, obviously a guy wrestler. Why would you have a fetish? Like, oh, I'm going to date a girl that looks just like Lita because I'm in love with Lita. Yeah, obviously. No, you're dating a girl and she kind of reminds you of this, like, Shawn Michaels? Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne. <laughs> the ECW vampire. Yeah. So you only, I mean, that, your wife does have black hair. Brown. But yeah. I mean, it was dark. It's dark. Yeah. Does she, is she a vampire? They could all be vampires. All of them would be vampires. Do you give them fake fangs, like first date? Like no, I would get like the ones that are molds, like molds, not like not like Walmart or Walgreen fangs, where like it's connected. You know, like those. Fuck those. Like you'd so have like, like the, the putty. So like you, like first date, like she's like, oh, I really want to do this, and she puts on the sexy music. And then you're you're like, wait, can you put these in? And you shove these two fucking fangs. Pop them in. Pop them in. And she's like, what do you want me to do with these? And you're like, I want you to, want to bite me. No, I want you to be a shitty wrestler. <laughs> and then in a few months, I want you to dress like Colonel Sanders. And let me call you Mordecai. <laughs> I need you to dye your hair white and wear only white. <laughs> but this is going on right now. Yeah, this match is still going on. Marcus, thanks for picking the worst match that no one cares about. Who the fuck is that? That's fucking Carmelone's wife, I guess. You think they would say, like, hey, Carla Malone. Carla Malone? Yeah. Carl Malone married a woman named Carla Malone. And she's in the front row. But it's funny because her name was actually Carla Malone before he married her. Yeah, and his, it's weird because his middle initial was A. So Carla... Malone married Carl A. Malone. Yeah, it's so confusing. So do you, Carla Malone, take Carl A. Malone to be your lawfully wedded husband, wife, whatever? Nope, there it is. Here's the whipping of the, the belt. Oh, it gets me hot. <laughs> you're, just, you're just fucking getting her. You went from six to midnight. I, I miss all my ex-girlfriends. You get, like, shitty hair paint and have them spray their face <laughs> Shitty hair paint, like the stuff that like I should be spraying on my hair to to come up with bald spot. No, for like Halloween. Oh, that yeah, like and then have them spray NWO, but it's RWO. You spray a a beard. I spray a beard in their face. Yeah, they're like, oh, you want me to be a hobo? It's like something like that. I want you to be a (laughs) hoganbo. Hoganbo. A hogo. A hogo. I want you to be a hogo. What's that entail? And you just hear New World Order. N W O. This is a very long match. Yeah, all of DDP's matches were long. Why? Sucked. So they were like, let's give you the biggest, longest suck match. Well, he had to sell everything for everybody. Who greased up Carl Malone? Because he's real shiny. I don't oh, know, but... That sounded really bad. Yeah, lucky bastard. I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm, I'm assuming Carl Malone and DDP are going to win. Because DDP has won every celebrity match he's wrestled in. I bet you in 98 he wrestled all celebrities. Everybody. He did Carl Malone. Well, he's fighting Dennis Rodman. He's with Carl Malone. So that's two. David Flair was winning. 99, 
Or 2000? Is Dave yeah. Flair a celebrity, though? He was. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. David uh, Arquette. David Arquette. Who was the other? There's uh, Wasn't there another wrestler? Or, or, was, uh, Kevin Green, was that DD? No, that was uh, that was against uh, McMa- uh, Mago McMichael. Did DDP ever wrestle the Misfits? No, that was all Vampiro. And we said celebrities, not jerk-offs from Lodi. <laughs> from Lodi? From Lodi. So there's at least four that DDP wrestled with. No, it's five. If you're counting David Flair as a celebrity, that's five. Not David, not David Flair. You said David Flair. You said fucking David Arquette. No, you said David Flair. I will, I will fucking keep it in the show so you can hear. You said David Flair. Well, if I said David Flair, then I made a mistake. But I meant David Arquette. Yeah, well, that's four then. There's got to be more. Oh, Tony Giovanni said front face lock. Oh, did he? Awesome. Did he say what a fucking shitty gimmick he's doing? Fucking guy. I hate him. Who? Shivani. This match is still going on. It is. I'd rather listen to a whole episode of the World Elite podcast. Watch this. Oh, that's I'm so kidding. true. I'm, I'm kidding. No, we love those guys. I'd rather listen to a whole World Elite podcast with Marcus on the show. I'd rather Marcus. listen to Marcus have a sped stutter and just say y'all 50 times in a row. Y'all, 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 y'all. Hulk Hogan's afraid of Carmelo all of a sudden. Worst clothesline ever. Diamond up. Oh, there's a diamond cutter, which is an RKO. Well, I mean, it was a diamond cutter first. I guess. It, no, it was. It still sucks though. Brutus just did a stunner. Oh, Hogan and Robin won. Wasn't expecting that one. Oh, Brutus is about to get it right now from Malone. Watch. Oh god, that's why Brutus doesn't have a match ever because he can't even take a fucking DDP fucking diamond cutter from Carl Malone. Does everyone just throw shit into WW, WCW arenas all the time? Why wouldn't you if this is what you had to watch? Wow, Carmelo can't even win a championship or a match against Hogan. <laughs> oh, for three that year. Oh, and he fucking turned heel. Ah, uh, you want to get after Charles Robinson? Come on. Why are they still cheering for me? He attacked the ref. Dennis Robinson's acting like he just got sprayed with fucking mace. Oh, he just saw the match he was just in. He's like, I can't even watch this shit. Watch the replay. Imagine they sprayed him with mace back in the 90s, like the rapper that was with Puff Daddy. Boo! Yeah, I do. I, you know what I'm thinking of is that Virgil came out. Like all the yeah. NWOs out there. But Virgil's out there. Did you see the picture of Virgil? He posted it. He put a table up for signing at Vince McMahon's Hollywood uh, star, you know, star on the Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. But the banner he posted, if you look at it, it says Million Dollar Man and Virgil, but he pulled the, the cloths up so far that you can, it just says Virgil, but you can see that it says Million Dollar Man and Virgil on it. You know, Have you seen that picture? Virgil's out there celebrating, or Vincent, whatever he's called there. He's celebrating with NWO, but then there's this picture. This is from like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Look at this picture. Virgil, WWE Superstar, blank and Virgil. Yeah, but look above. It says Ted DiBiase because you can see the T, and above it it says the and man. Yeah, I see. Why wouldn't he just cut that out? Yeah, just cut it where it just says Virgil, WWE superstar. He's not a superstar. No, he's not. He's not even close. And he did it over the Vince McMahon star on the Walk of Fame. Why? Garner attention. But nobody likes him. Nobody. Name me one Virgil fan. One. 
One Virgil fan. If somebody can send me proof, I'm talking about pictures with them, having shirts of Virgil, posters in their room. If you can send me proof you're a Virgil fan, I'll send them 20 bucks. That's what we'll do. Who's a Virgil fan? Who are you? Anyone? Well, there's nobody here. It's not like we're live. I know that. You're not live. Well, that fucking football game's over already. Wow. Who won? Carolina. Against the Bucks? No, against the Texans. I thought they were playing the Bucks. No. You're the Bucks. Your face is the Bucks. So, speaking of Bucks, I don't know if everybody knows this, and this is going to be uh, just something that I wanted to clarify. Ryan is the biggest Young Bucks fan on the planet. I don't why know. Are you, why are you lying to our listeners? This is not a lie. I've seen pictures that Ryan's been photoshopped in, that he's getting kisses on the face of the Young Bucks. He loves them. He loves the Young Bucks. He wants to wear their rompers. He's a big Young Bucks fan. I want Brian, please explain to everybody how big of a Young Bucks fan you are. Oh, God. Let's see. Um, if I had a choice between watching a Young Bucks match and watching the video of my conception with my father giving me a play-by-play, I think I would rather watch the video of my conception. I don't think that's true. I would, I would rather drink your bathwater after you do a, a tough mutter or whatever the fuck those things you used to do was. So you love them. I would rather be Brian Clark's baby leg polisher. Like he has to go out to the ring and he has to be all shiny and he needs somebody to polish his baby legs. That doesn't sound too bad. No, you have no idea how bad his baby legs are. All right. A scenario. I got a bad feeling about this. You lose a bet. The, the stipulation of the bet is you have to go to every AEW event and you have to escort the young bucks to the ring and you have to pretend to like them and massage their shoulders and all that stuff. Am I getting paid? No. You lost the bet. Why would the fuck would you get paid? What kind of stupid ass bet? I would do that if I oh, oh I lost a bet and I actually won something. That makes no sense. What's the bet? I just told you what the bet is. No, you said I lost a bet. What's the bet it that I lost? The, it doesn't matter what the bet was. What's it what's the matter? You lost. Because maybe I wouldn't have accepted the bet if it's something I thought I would lose. And what would I do? What did I get if I won? What if I get if I won? You don't get shit now because you lost. No, it's just a losing bet for me. No, you've already lost. It doesn't matter what you would have won. What does it matter what you would have won? Because why did I enter this bet in the first place? What was the You're an idiot. So I just go... Hey, you want to make a bet? Sure. If you yes. lose, you have to go yes. escort the young bucks. And I go, okay. And then I lose. There was no yes. upside for me. There would have been, but you lost. What, what would, would have been? What was it? Anything you wanted. Not to do the young bucks thing. <laughs> yeah. You would have been able to kill the young bucks. What's the bet, though? What is it like? Okay, well, we're betting that Virgil's ball is not going to show up in the next picture. <laughs> yeah, sure. And sure. it did, and then I lost. Okay, yeah. so continue. it showed up in your it showed up in a picture in your mouth while you were sleeping after the NWO girl was whipping you. You and got stole twenty bucks out of my wallet. Carmelone came with a fucking letter. It was like, here you go, the message for you, sir. And you opened it up and you took out the fucking roll of pictures 
and there's a picture of Virgil's balls in your mouth while the NWO girl was whipping you with the fucking weight belt. That's and the next I, picture was, was Virgil stealing $20 out of my wallet because there's a picture with him and me. With a cape that said Million Dollar Man and Virgil. All right, so I lost this bet. Now what do I have to do? You have to escort, hang out with, massage, let the Young Bucks kiss you, fucking talk all nice things about them. That's what you have to do. How would you feel? For, for how long? For a year. Every match or just every like appearance? Every appearance. Televised, non-televised, pay-per-view, everything. Yeah, you have to stay in their hotel room. I have to stay in their hotel room, too? Yep. You have to wear their rompers. So I am essentially just the Young Bucks bitch. Yes. For a year. Yeah. So for a year, I have to do this. Yes. No pay, no pension, no gratitude. I'm just being the Young Bucks bitch for a year. Yeah, but you don't mind. No, of course I mind. Well, you don't mind because you love the Young Bucks. This is like the greatest thing for you ever because you love the Young Bucks. If I didn't mind, it's I didn't lose the bet then. I won the bet. Well, whatever it is, you are... If you lose a bet yeah. and the, and you the lost... The, how do you oh, feel, how I'm going to bet you... So, shut up! How do you feel about the Young Bucks? I hate the Young Bucks. Okay, I don't so hate them because I'm supposed to because they're heels. I fucking hate them. I want to piss on the back of their kneecaps. Which one? Both of them. Nick or Matt Jackson? I want to be behind them and just piss back and forth on all four of their kneecaps. Okay, so if you were on a deserted island and Nick and Matt Jackson were like, listen, you suck our dicks and you have all of the tropical fruit and food and fire and shelter and clothing that you need to survive, what would you do? Questions. <clears throat> Hey, how did I get on this deserted island? You crashed in their plane. Okay. B, first off, you must be a bigger fan than them because I didn't even know that they were... I forgot that one's name was Matt. I knew it was Nick. I didn't realize the other one was Matt. No, I just knew it was Matt because it's like the Hardys. Okay, so I crashed there on their plane. So what you're asking me is if I suck their dick, I have to... I, how big is the island, by the way? Oh, I thought you were going to ask how big are their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of not preface that correctly. It was not a like, proper transition. You're like, oh, first of all, how big are the, the islands? How big is the island I'm on with them? I don't know. As big as fucking Fiji, I guess. I don't know. Not yeah, enough. Not enough. It's not big enough to where you know how to get resources. Uh, so I'm not even me. I'm like. But you're you, but you, you're exactly you. That's why you can't survive. You don't think I can survive on a deserted island? Hell no. Tom Hanks in Castaway was a, a FedEx delivery guy and he movie. survived. You don't think I can make fire? You don't think I can make fire? Definitely not. Why do the I only, have to? The only fire that you would make was rubbing your fucking dick against Matt Jackson's. And why do I have to do this for clothes? Am I naked on their plane? Yes. Why do I not have the clothes I'm wearing? Because they burnt up in the fire from the plane. Oh, my clothes burnt up in the fire. <laughs> I'm fine. But my clothes just disintegrated from a burst of flames. But I'm yeah, okay. It's like a flash. So now I'm naked and afraid on an island and afraid because I'm with the the, the, the young sucks. But they were but you didn't know because they were in first class and you're in coach. So how many plane... people are on this plane? You said it was their plane. <laughs> well, their plane for all intents and purposes, because they were the only people in first class. But essentially, there could be other people alive. All dead. 
all, all day. Everybody, pilots, everybody's, everybody's, you were flying, a hole popped open the plane, a bunch of people got sucked out, you crashed, you woke up naked, seatbelt charred, and you look around and everyone is just a burning corpse in their seatbelts. Except um, Nick and Matt Jackson. They're in first class, the part of the fuselage broke off, and they were in, in crash first. So when you come out of the rubble, you're stumbling on the beach, and you see two guys in robbers walking out of the woods. So they're, they're like perfectly unharmed. Yeah, because they're spot monkeys. The only two people in first class surviving are the, the young bucks, because the fuselage broke, and they get shot out into the distance in their yes. robbers. Perfectly fine. Everyone else on the plane dies except me, whose clothes burn up in the crash. Well, there's the tail, too. The tail? Yeah, the tail of the plane. The tail of the plane survives. But they're in the ocean, so we don't know if they're going to survive or not. So that they, so you can't see them. You don't even know that they're there. You don't know. You so don't know as, far as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's me and the Young Bucks, and that's it. Yeah, you don't know that they're out there. And I'm naked. Yes. Burnt up. No, you're not burnt. No, the clothes. My clothes is burnt up. Clothes gone. So they're, 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 their robbers are okay, shoes, though. Shoes are the only thing. I have shoes. <laughs> yes. I have shoes. Work boots. My my no, I don't wear work boots. I wear Converse All Stars. My Converse All Stars did not burn up, but my 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 like if I my front flay sock shirt, my flannel, my jeans, my it hat. Actually in, in, it melted the logo into your chest, and everything else burned. So I'm naked with wearing Converse with a front face lock logo on my chest, burnt into my skin. And I look out in the distance and I'm hazing. I'm like, oh, God, I just survived the plane crash. What's going to happen? And I look out in the distance and I see no, two long hair. First of all, you don't know if you survived. It's, this is somewhat accurate, but you're like, did I survive or am I dead? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of coming to. I'm trying to realize what's going on. And I look off in the distance and I see two long haired people in rompers and I go, and like, wow, I've landed in heaven because yeah. look at these shits. Wow, there's two hot chicks down there. And then they get closer and I go, oh shit, it's those fucking guys. And then automatically the first thing they say to me is, you have to suck my dick to get <laughs> clothes and food? Like, no, that's like, not hey buddy, are you okay? Are you naked? That's not the first thing they say. Hey man, that was some crash. What? Wait. Wait, we just crash on a deserted island. I'm naked from my clothes burning up, and they're perfectly fine. And they find me wandering the beach, naked in Converse All-Stars, and the first thing they say to me is, hey, man, that was some crash. Not like, are you okay? Yes. Are there any more survivors? Hey, those man, questions, that's some crash. Those questions come later. Oh, that's not the first thing on their mind. No, they're like, hey, man. my first question. They're like, hey, man, some crash, right? And? Yeah, bro, I'm naked, and I'm apparently the only Why other survivor. Why would you say, yeah, bro, I'm naked? You're, like, still in a daze. Like, you wouldn't even, you'd be like, uh. And like, hey, you're in pretty bad shape, dude. If you don't notice, you're naked. I think I would know I was naked. Well, we're tell we just told you, so yeah. All right, so the Jackson boys just told me I'm naked, and I automatically come to. Like, hey, you know who we are? 
I got, what if I said no? What if I was like, no, I have no idea. We're AEW's young bucks. You know, we're no, the elite. A, no idea. No idea. Not a clue. Well, lucky for you, where we crashed, there's still some electricity left, and we have nothing but TV monitors and videos of our matches. So you get to go watch all of them, in case you didn't know who we were. This deserted island that we crashed at still has electricity where the, plane, the young the plane still has electricity. Oh, okay. So the fuselage section that the young bucks crashed on the other side of the island still has electricity. And the first thing they say to me, instead of let's try to rig up a radio and get help, is hey, come back and watch our matches so you They've know who we are. Radio. They tried to radio already. They try. Oh, they tried. So they said, "Fuck it, we can't do a radio. Let's just watch our matches." Well, they weren't going to watch it without an audience, but they found you. Where? Why are they? Why do we even have footage of their matches? Because they carry with them everywhere. So the VCR or DVD player or whatever just works. Yes. So it's, we're not trying to. We're not trying to get help. We just want to watch they some. Tried. They tried. Maybe. How do they know that I'm not an electronic engineer that knows how to well, do they it? Said, they were like, they looked at you and were like, well, obviously this guy, look at this guy, right? Oh, this guy's, he's obviously not an electronic engineer. He's naked. Uh, we don't even know how the fuck he got on a plane. Like, right? So you're sitting there and you're like, you're still like stunned and you're like, all right, I'll go. And you watch the videos and they're like, you see, you have a better understanding of us now. So you're like, what are we going to do, guys? You know, we have... You know, we're on this desert island. We haven't found anybody. We don't think – I looked on the plane. There's no survivors. Everybody was charred up in their seats, like, all burned up, and I have no clothes. What am I going to do? And they're like, well, you're in luck. Oh, am I? Yep. We have means to make fire. We have a shelter. We have clothing because our suitcases were intact. And we have food. How's that sound? Sounds fantastic. Here's the thing. Quid pro quo. What do I need to do? Suck these elite dicks is what you need to do. I'll be over there dying. <laughs> and you'll just go in there and die? I'll just I'll go over there, I'll rip sticks down, I'll write help in the sand and sticks, and I'll just lay in the sun. And for the till my last breath, I will sit there trying to make fire. What if I'll, they rape you? What? What if they come and rape you in your sleep? Oh, so now I gotta worry about getting raped by no, the you young bucks in my sleep. Do you think the young bucks are not just gonna get some action? Oh, am I a am I a luscious piece say, of tail? No, they're just gonna say, "Oh, I guess deals off." He said, "No, it's like Lord of the Flies, motherfucker." Okay, you so you know what I'm gonna do? I watched Predator like eighty times. I'm gonna fucking make predator booby traps around my habitat. So if the young bucks try to come and rape me, they get fucking stabbed in the head. Can't, because they'll do just do flips and shit. So you I'm watch just, the video. You I'm watch the screwed. video. You should understand this. So you might as well yeah. just conform. <laughs> I think that's just how you should end it right there. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? You say you're I'm gonna, gonna die. I'm, I'm going to die. I'm just going to go to the other side of the beach, and I'm just going to starve they, to death. And when they assault you? I'll let it happen. Here's the weird thing. When you get assaulted by the young bucks, the members of the tail come up and witness it happen. I thought they were dead. No, the tail members in the ocean. Yeah, but you said, I didn't know if they were dead. I didn't know what you was going on. You didn't know if they were or not, but they're alive. So they're not going to stop this rape. They're just going to cheer it on. They're not going to cheer it on per se. 
but it's so crazy because two of the people that are uh, from the rear are Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, they're on the flight. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer doesn't find anything wrong with what's happening to you. You know what's more offensive than the fact that I'm getting raped by the Young Bucks is Tommy Dreamer's double ponytail. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer's ponytail is pretty awful. You, you've said that this island was like Fiji, which is technically an American territory. So they're now there's witnesses to the Young Bucks assaulting me. So if I ever get rescued, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to turn them in. Yeah, but you think Tommy Dreamer's going to back you up? I don't need Tommy Dreamer to back me up. You know what I need? My swollen asshole from the fucking Young Bucks constantly raping me because I didn't want to suck their dick to get water. <laughs> Shirts are still going to be swollen? My my dehydrated lips all puckered yeah, and You're going to die. You'll be dead. Well, the, no, it's the, the craziest part about it, though. Craziest. Something crazier than what we just talked about. Yeah. You're about to die of dehydration after being sexually assaulted multiple, multiple times by the Young Bucks. Multiple times. So this is like a daily thing. You're about to die of dehydration. Buff Bagwell comes over with a mouthful of slimy dick and just shoot, spits it into your mouth and so it saves your life. Because I was going to ask you the question, if they're getting enjoyment from constantly raping me, wouldn't they want to keep me alive? So why wouldn't they just feed me some water so that they can keep raping me? They're douches. They don't care if you're alive or dead. Oh, they just want a, a, a nice asshole. Yeah, they'll find they'll find a way. And I lost a bet for this. Yeah, I'm just I'm not gonna take that bet. Too late, done. If if two years in the future, somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey man, you want to make a bet?" I'm gonna find the stipulations out first. What would be worse, being on an island with the Young Bucks or the Four Horsemen? The Young Bucks. Really? Yeah, because I feel like the Four Horsemen would just rape each other because they're so into each other. Arm, Arm Anderson. You he just keep suck. going four. I want four dicks in my mouth, and he point at me and be like, "You're the fourth. <laughs> well, he's ball sweat. He's the fifth horseman. So it would be Sid, Flair, Blanchard, and Barry Windham and Arm Anderson. You suck. Yes, they'd be fine. They'd be fine. They'd be on their own side of the island. I wouldn't even deal with them. So no one you'd rather you wouldn't want to wear the Young Bucks rompers to keep warm. If I didn't have to get raped or suck your dick, yeah. <laughs> if you, all right. There's three people left on this island, you and the Young Bucks. You're naked. What What about the people in the tail? <laughs> Different scenario. Oh, okay. They're, they're dead until we need them for various situations. The only way to keep warm is to jump in one of the Young Bucks rompers with them for body heat. But I'm on Fiji. It doesn't get cold there. No, no, it does. On the south side of the island. Oh, the south side of the island, which is closer to the equator because it's south. It gets colder. Yes. I see the logic there. It gets cold in, on islands. <clears throat> Don't let it fool you. It drops like 40 degrees. So and like we, 70 degrees 70 degrees there would feel like 30 degrees here. So, And my only way of keeping warm, not like making myself a blanket out of leaves and sticks, is yeah. to jump into the Young Bucks romper. <laughs> One of those. While they're in it. Would you go <laughs> face to face or Face to back. Face to face. You go face to face, you'd be rubbing dicks? No, because then I could be hugging. Well, yeah, I'd be rubbing dicks, but at least I wouldn't have to worry about some penetration. But I could what just... if he touches his young buck dick under your balls? Do you think his young buck dick is big enough to wrap he around? I don't know. I've never seen it. You have. When did I see it? I mean, you've 
you're a biggest Young Buck fan, so I'm sure you found something. It, it's shaped like a U, a sideways mm -hmm. U, like the fucking like a like the Iron Sheik's boot, and it just comes up. Super dick. It says super kick. It's super dick you. So instead of the super click, they're the super dicks. Yeah, just. Whoosh. So either way, I'm getting raped. <laughs> But what you'd be willing in the you'd be willing in his romper. What if I go sideways? He's this way and I'm this way. No, it's too just too tight. It'll rip the romper in half and yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of rules. What if you go face to face and your mouth is like that close to his? No, I go side I go, I go to the side. No, you can't. You can't. I can. No. It has to be nose to nose. <laughs> the whole I time can't, every every, every, every syllable you speak is a breath that he breathes in, and vice versa. I can't scoop my face next to his and go no. <laughs> no, you're and your beard stick together like Velcro. No, don't like that. But if I'm not cheek to cheek with him, so it's just the chin part of the beard. Yeah, and you're like this. Do I get raped in that scenario? Can't rape the willing. So now I'm willing. <laughs> you're the third young buck. What if they kept calling you young buck? Am I getting raped while they're calling me Young Duck? Yeah. Young come, here, young, come here, Young Buck. What if you were getting blasted by Matt Jackson? <laughs> You're bent over, and Nick Jackson keeps super kicking you in the face. <laughs> so I have to keep standing up? But you, no, no. You keep trying to like pull away, and Nick Jackson super kicks you and pushes you back in. Obviously, what, what if? I have no choice in that scenario. <laughs> Would you be upset? Oh, is this a multiple choice? Would you be upset? B, let it happen. Or C, scream in agony. I think I'll go with D, kill myself before this even happens. I can't kill myself? <laughs> nope. I can't run into the ocean or find a sharp stick what would you do? Okay. What would you do? What would be worse? Them just doing that and no witnesses? Or them doing that and up in the treetops? Sting and Darby Allen are looking at you. <laughs> So they survive too, and they're just letting this rape happen. And Darby's going, We should do something. Sting's like, Not yet. <laughs> Not till I'm ready. Not till I'm ready to steal something. Nice gimmick. And he comes out and he jumps out of the trees with a volleyball with a handprint on it. He's like, No, he's got the handprint on his face. That's his new makeup. It's the handprint. He's the volleyball. He's the volleyball. I call himself Sting Wilson. What would you do then? No, apparently just take it. There's two men overpowering me on a constant basis. Yeah, on a you're, daily between, basis. You're, like, you're like in the V of a tree. Bent why over. Am in, why am I in the V of a tree now? <laughs> you're bent over. You're did I limited. do that on myself or did they, do, did they put no, me there? there? And your limbs are tied to the tree. So what are you asking me what I would do? I would just take it. What Matt could Jackson, I do? Matt Jackson is super dicking you. And every time you try to squirm, Nick Jackson super kicks your face. So <laughs> Back into his dick. In this scenario. And Sting and Darby Allen are in the treetops watching mouths again. In this scenario, I'm tied and bound, getting raped and super kicked, while Sting and Darby Allen are watching, and you're asking me what I would do? <laughs> and I don't know. Cody, I guess I would just Cody take Rhodes is over there digging, digging. This is another survivor. I was on an AEW airplane that only AEW no, the, the AEW cruise ship actually oh, went past the island. 
Oh, the cruise ship. They're not rescuing me. They're all just getting off and just watching. Yeah, only the wrestlers are alive. Only wrestlers are alive because they all had their vaccinations and all the other people on board didn't and they all died of COVID. So wait a minute. Wait. Just wait, 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 wait. I'm in a plane crash. Yes. Where the only survivors are myself, the Young Bucks, and when it's convenient, RVD and Tommy Dreamer. And then an they're, AD, they're the tail. They're the tail. And when it's the convenient. And then the Jericho cruise ship goes by and everyone on that cruise ship is dead except Darby Allen's COVID. No, no, no. Darby Allen and Sting, they zip lined from the next island over into the treetops. So there's an island close enough for the zip line to. Pretty far. I'll fucking swing. I'll swim to that island. I can't. It's right. You didn't know there was there. Well, thing and Darby Allen. I'll follow the zip line back. You're already in the tree. So You're in the. I'm just getting the raped. What? What? So there's nothing I can do. I'm just getting raped. But check it out. So the cruise line. Pulls up. Everyone's dead from COVID. Everybody, it's just some. It's million, hundreds of people have just died because they're all a crash or a COVID on a cruise ship. Yes, except some wrestler talent. Conveniently enough, ones that want to rape me and others yeah, that want to rape me. Other stuffs going on. So Cody's comes out and he starts digging, and you're like, Cody, what are you doing? And he's Cody, like, little, little help here. Now you're like, Cody, help me. What are you doing? He's like, I'm going to bury the next person that comes off the ship. Waka waka. Get it? No, I got it. So. Sorry if I can't <laughs> appreciate the joke while I'm getting raped by the young bucks. Kenny Omega comes over. Oh, he, of course he survived. And he's like, do you want to get out of here, buddy? Sure. What do I got to do to get out of here, Kenny? <laughs> and he just fucking bends over. It shoves his ass in your face. And Nick Jackson super kicks his face so that his ass goes into your face. So that your ass goes into Matt Jackson's dick. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? In every scenario that you come up with, am I getting <laughs> raped in one way or another? And in this scenario, getting raped, super kicked, and stink faced by... In the same breath. I mean, we can continue. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? What else is going on? Who else comes out? Luchasaurus. Oh, well, go. Sure, of course. Why not? I was going to say Britt Baker. She pulls all my teeth out so I don't fucking gum Matt Jackson's dick. But That's next. Oh, that's next. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to skip ahead in the story. <laughs> Luchasaurus comes out. And he just looks at you and said, you said dinosaurs weren't real. That's all he does. When did I ever say dinosaurs aren't real? They just on the airplane. On the airplane. Uh, oh, he was on the plane. So no, he survived. He was on the boat, but they had cameras. Feed so it, the, live the people on the, on the cruise were watching us on the plane. Yes. And I turned to my person in the seat next to me and I say, you know what, I'm... Dinosaurs aren't real. And he goes, Sir, I'm just trying to watch the in flight movie. Yeah, it better not be about dinosaurs because they're Jurassic not real. Park. It's Jurassic Park. Hey, Jurassic Park. I love this movie. You know, it's funny about this movie. Dinosaurs aren't real. And then Luchasaurus is like, I I'm a highly take offense to that. And Jungle Boy is, is Jungle Boy there? Because I mean, we're in a jungle. No, he, he, he uh, had a vacation day. 
Oh, so he survived. He's just not even involved. He's no, he's home. He's like in LA. He's back in the mainland. And then Britt Baker rips her teeth out. While Tony Schiavone waxes off to her. <laughs> oh, Tony Schiavone's doing play by play as this is all no, happening. He's waxing off to Britt Baker pulling your teeth out. But he's still doing play by play. Yeah. Do I ever get off the island? You're dead. I'll be dead. Yes. Cody just buries me. Not there. So they transport my body. They transport your body. Where, might I ask? Chicago. Why Chicago? I mean, seems like a nice spot, middle America. They'd have to pass over Jersey to get to Chicago. They could have just dropped my body out of whatever plane rescued us to get me to Jersey. Weird thing, they didn't send you back in a plane because they were afraid that I was going to crash again. So what do I get sent back in? Submarine. <laughs> so they still have to go to the shore of somewhere on the east coast and then put me in some sort of dry land transportation train. 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 The train could go north to Jersey if they landed south. It's still further to bring me to Chicago than it would be to bring just drop me in Jersey from submarine and train. Why would they fulfill any of your last wishes? Silly. So this is all about them. Yeah, they're a brand. They're trying to trying to build their brand, buddy. And I'm just a pawn in their game. That's it. What happens to my body in Chicago? You come out of the the train. You're coughing. I come. Oh, I, I come out of. They carry me out. They carry you out, and the Dark Order holds a ceremony for you. Oh, of course. And then Cody comes back from the islands. He wasn't on the submarine. No, he goes on Jericho's cruise ship, back on the ship, and then he comes over. And since you're in Chicago, he looks at like CM Punk, and he looks at Ruby Soho, and he like gives him a "Hey, welcome aboard" kind of thing, and then he buries you. Right there. So this was all just a big way of saying Cody buries people. I guess, if that's how you want to say it. And that the Young Bucks rape people. Why does this keep happening to me? Getting raped by the Young Bucks? I don't know. It sounds like a personal choice to me. <laughs> I meant being put in scenarios where somehow I'm getting raped or beaten up or stink-faced or <laughs> on a plane that crashes or on a plane with Vinny. I hate you. Thank you. At least I got some rec specs. Anyway, guys, uh, we are the Front Face Lock Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight on our 51st episode. Penultimate episode. The season finale is next week. Anyway, Ryan, where can we find you? I am uh, Ryan at ObsoleteMule256 at Twitter, or I run the Front Face Lock Twitter, which is at Front Face Lock. Uh, Vinny, where can we find you? I am at VinFrontFaceLock, L-O-K, on Twitter. You can also listen to us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Ryan, tell us who we're sponsored by. We're sponsored by Lucky 13 Beard Company. Find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or Lucky13BeardCO at Twitter. You can find them on Facebook and, and Instagram as well. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm pretty sure that you can find some of our merchandise like t-shirts and hats and coffee mugs and all other items at Zazzle.com slash store slash Front Face Lock. Yes, you can. Lastly, you can always check us out on YouTube at 
Front Face Lock Podcast. Got a lot of good videos up there. We have some teasers. We have some uh, excerpts from the show. And we have some live feeds. Check it out. Vinny, as much as the fact that you just had me raped by the Young Bucks, it's still a pleasure to do the show with you. Yeah, always. I mean, you can go fuck yourself, but it's still a pleasure. Who? Who? Dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is fun, as always. And Ryan Michinoku will be reincarnated in the next episode. Oh, Vin Shitty Eyes will be back next week with better eyes. Yes. Sounds good. All right, buddy. I'll see you next week and for our season finale. I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. Uh, later, dudes. S you in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. <laughs>